Welcome to the Hidden Wire Podcast. This is episode 711. Today it is my solo rant and it is titled Prosperity. Enjoy the show. Prosperity. This is a blog that I wrote and a podcast that I am now recording for you as well. Guys, recently I had a great conversation with a lady named Joan Sotkin in an interview on the topic of prosperity. You can check it out by heading on over to thehiddenwide.com. Having reflected a little bit on our discussion, I felt it was a very good opportunity for me to share my perspectives and open up a similar dialogue in your life. So when you think of this word prosperity, what are the first thoughts that come to your mind? Many of us, I believe, would immediately associate prosperity with wealth and material possessions. However, prosperity or to be prosperous in life is more than a measure of the dollars in your bank or the wealth accumulation you achieve. There are other elements that also indicate one's prosperity, including the likes of health and happiness. Here are a few questions to contemplate. How does one live a prosperous life? How do you define prosperity? What does prosperity mean to you? Like health, happiness and success, there is no global meaning and therefore no solution or path to achievement within these areas. It is localised, it is unique to the individual. How I classify success or prosperity will differ from the meaning you attach to such words or measures. Now, we will likely have similarities in meanings. However, our journeys in life will vary. It is for this reason I believe it is important that we spend some time defining and identifying what such things look and feel like to each of us on the individual level. If society and the culture we live in is governed by such words of success, wealth, or prosperity, and I believe it is, it is important to ensure we understand why. What is prosperity and why is this important? And perhaps more pertinent a question is why do these things matter to us individually? Do we indeed use them as a measure of our personal progress? Are we concerned or do we care about how others may perceive our level of prosperity? And if we do, why is this a concern? Now, I hate to sound like a broken record. However, I feel it is critical that we can question and identify and define these things on an individual level if indeed we use them as a measure in our success in life. Personally, I do feel that being prosperous in life is important. I certainly desire prosperity. Now, I could leave it at that, and if guided by what the status quo considers a prosperous life, I would continue towards it by measuring my success by the wealth accumulation I have. Now, there are two issues with this. Firstly, if money or material possessions don't truly bring me joy, I may find myself constantly in chase of things that are irrelevant or unimportant to my journey. I may find myself constantly in chase of things, hoping that they bring me joy, yet finding that when I do achieve them, they don't bring me any closer to a higher level of joy or satisfaction in life. Secondly, if I don't achieve these milestones, my identity may be impacted. It may begin to develop thoughts of self-doubt, which isn't ideal for one's overall motivation towards progress. This is why these sort of goals may not be the best goals to form. I do agree that it is good to say that prosperity is important, but then to ask why and define what prosperous, what living a prosperous life will look like to me as an individual. As Joan suggested in our interview, prosperity should be defined by how the individual wants to feel. From there, we can start to set and pursue 
feeling goals instead of achievement goals. Achievement goals are measured by a definite endpoint, whereas feeling goals are more measured by how one feels over the longer term. Let's be honest, to be prosperous in life should be a good feeling, not something that brings us down, yeah? If, for example, money was a measure of prosperity, and yet what we were doing to achieve a level of wealth wasn't making us feel good, perhaps the tasks weren't aligned with our passions, or the pursuit was having a negative impact on our health, then we should reassess our goals. Why do we insist on the pursuit of things in life that make us feel like crap? We all have done it, and most of us continue to do it, myself included. As we look around us at others, we see plenty of people chasing prosperity, and yet if we could look a little bit closer, peep under the covers of their lives, we may see that they are unhealthy, unhappy, or in a world of pain of their own. If what we do brings us suffering or others around us suffering, I believe we should always reconsider our approach. Prosperity must be defined at the individual level. We need to understand why it is important and consider how, by living a prosperous life, we wish to feel and then create appropriately aligned goals and habits from there. We should care less of what society regards as someone who is living a prosperous life. We must shake off the judgment of what others think of how much prosperity we have. We need to avoid comparing our lives to others as a measure of what prosperity must look like as we will only have a very small insight into how they actually feel. Instead, the pursuit of prosperity is to be intrinsically defined. It is a matter of how one desires to feel from the actions we undertake. The origin of the word prosperous means doing well. How does doing well in life look and feel for you? Guys, you can check out my interview with Joan Sotkin at thehiddenwhy.com, episode 652. This blog and all the show notes, etc., can be found at this episode, which is 711, 711, Prosperity, written and narrated by myself. Guys, thanks for tuning in. I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments. Any questions you might have, you can share your thoughts by interacting with me at Facebook, The Hidden Why, uh, The Hidden Why, The Hidden Why Guy and also online at thehiddenwhy.com for this episode in the show notes. Please leave your comments. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. 
So connect with me at thehiddenwire.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there, breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.